greased and then a contradiction. So something not slippery, but I could mm. like the greased, uh, <laughs> the greased concrete or something. Yeah. Like. This is like slippery nipple. So it'd be like greased nipple. And, but nipples could be greasy. Yeah. And it doesn't a slippery ni- nip- the nipple b- have peach in it because it's like a fuzzy bump. navel? Yeah. I don't know. I could not tell you wow. what a slippery nipple has in it. The the greasy rough patch or something. like Because <laughs> the, the contradiction so this, this is the point. It's greased <laughs> lightning. So Greased it's, thunder? Because that doesn't make any sense. Because I feel like you're like doubling down on what the other thing is. So lightning is fast. That's what I'm saying, though. We can't double down. And thunder is... Contradictions is what oh, we need. Then you need something... Um, you would need it to be like, something instead of greased fast. lightning, you'd need it to be like... A greased turtle. <laughs> what's the opposite of greased when something is like stuck? Friction. So, um... The greased interlocking mechanism. So like friction Or something lightning. slow. <laughs> yeah. Because lightning is fast. Yeah. Uh, so like turtle. <laughs> the greased, greased turtles all the way down. It'd be like, gre- what? Nothing is slow in nature. The greased redwood tree. Like... <laughs> The Greased Rebuilding of America. <laughs> Don't do that. <laughs> Sorry, dark timeline. The g- Greased... You know how, like... The what, Greased... You know how, like, rivers wear down rock? What is oh. that called? Oh, frick. Uh, Where that happens slowly. Yeah. It's like a greased fossil. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> the Greased Fossil Record. I'm Grace. I'm Claire. And we are coming to you, cut this if it's not true, on video. (laughs) We're going to record all of them and then pick the two that pan out in case we have technical difficulties or uh, just want to not give our editor four videos to edit everyone because that's mean. So we're not going to do that. Anyway, uh, we are back with our movie madness. Six seasons in a movie season. So freaky films, freaky films, movie madness. I think movie madness is the closest. That's but we're not the closest. We we kind of are pitting them against each other, but not in in how much we like them. Just in we need choice. Two films, both alike in dignity, and one is where we will lay our scene because uh, you have to only pick one. Some movies uh, don't have a lot of options for fan yep. fiction, and yep. that has continued to be the case. <laughs> if you had to guess whether Greece or Rocky Horror Picture Show, which you've seen both. I have. Great. Which one would you guess has either more or better fan fiction, Grease or Rocky Horror? I feel like it's got to be Rocky Horror. One would think. Because one would think. One would think. Because, wow. It's that to me, Rocky Horror. That's what Horror, I thought. <laughs> I, it just seems so, so like, silly. So silly, so easily. There's so many fan, characters. There's so many characters yeah. and they all have interrelations. There's something that has happened where the act of seeing the Rocky Horror Picture Show is become what most of the fan fiction is about. So it'll be like, Bucky and Captain America go to a midnight showing of Rocky Horror Picture oh. Show. The the act of seeing the movie is what the fan fiction was about. Oh. And I was like, well, it's this not what is I'm looking for. not really what I wanted. And then the, the fan fictions about the characters were just very strange and not <laughs> fun. So I jumped ship and went over to Greece, which I was not imagining to be fruitful and it was oh what was the other thing i found where everything was good but there was very little of it mothman <laughs> <laughs> it's a mothman quality <laughs> it's mothman 
Kalani fanfiction where it's like there's like seven of them, but all seven of them are gold. This is a reference Rare. to the Patreon. Yeah. Uh, if you're if you're here, you know what's going on. If you're not, we did a Mothman fanfiction. Yeah, for Monster Smash. Um, what I ended up finding was a fic called Rydell, which is the name of the high school, mm-hmm. by an author called It's the Weekend. And they did not get back to me, unfortunately, but I think it's mostly because this fic was written in 2016 and they mm. have not written anything, I think, since like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. the like 2020s. Yeah. Like early at like actual literal 2020s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was like, uh, uh, hopefully they're chill with this. Um, I have only positive things to say about this fic. I'm, I'm sorry I couldn't get in touch with you. You seem real cool. Um, and what this fic is, is a reimagining kind of of Danny Zuko as a trans man oh where he gets like rezoned like the the districts get changed oh, yes. so he's like oh i get to go to a high school where i don't know anybody next year i'm finally gonna go as a as danny yeah as a, as a guy yeah. and like cut my hair and like dress like a greaser and yeah. like comb my hair the way i see i saw the eighth grade boys comb their hair last year and like grease lightning i was go, like this is like lightning. like it has the it has the feel of grease where it's like not fluffy but it's like really sweet in that way that it's like somebody like saw themselves in this and just like put it in and i was like this is why we're doing this show <laughs> this, this is, is why we're here <laughs> this is real life <laughs> this is real life <laughs> yes and so i was like i gotta read this this is like this this hit me good which brings me to our cocktail, where I was like, I'm pretty sure they drink in Greece. I feel like they don't go to a bar or anything, but something was like, they like party. Like they go on a on a beach and like drink beer or something. So I kind of went in that direction and like, they didn't really find anything. And I was like looking up like Greece cocktails to see if anyone else had like caught the vibe the right way. And there was a lot of like kind of diner inspired oh, stuff because yeah, they yeah. go to uh, like a soda fountain. Yeah. They, yeah. Like soda fountain diner yeah, yeah, restaurant yeah, 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 a couple yeah. of times. And so this is a take on a root beer float. It's originally by Rachel Ray, which I didn't realize until like quite later. Hilarious. But I liked it. And I was like, that sounds good. And I like the idea of like a soda based drink because this is a movie season. So I think I'm going to try and bring some like carbonation into a lot of different right. like, drinks. Right. We'll see if that pans out for the whole season or not. So this is a Grease Lightning. It is a um, root beer float with the addition of a shot of uh, spiced rum. This is a uh, soy vanilla ice cream, but live your dreams, whatever you want to do, with a little bit of cayenne pepper on top mm-hmm. as a like sweet and spicy okay and that was in the original recipe but i was like you know i kind of like that because a lot of people don't like think of grease as being like a wholesome sweet fun for all ages show yeah. cute little 50s and i'm like no it's that <laughs> a woman nearly has to go get an abortion yeah it's weird so that's why i was like okay i, I kind of like this like sweet spice, and i love a sweet spicy drink in general and I'll tell you more about Greece once I try this. Uh, I'm actually not sure. Maybe. Cheers. Just hit the mic. Just beautiful. Ooh. Ooh. I'm kind of into that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I dig that. I dig that. It's like enough like a rip your float, <laughs> but it's not a rip your float. Yeah. This is the type of, um, like, if you were at a kid's party, Ooh. like, if you were keeping a little mm. spice rum in a flask in your pocket, then you could be, like, yeah. just, like, nip a little in there. Yeah. No one would be the wiser. The history of Greece, basically, is, like, it started grittier, and it just got cleaner and cleaner and cleaner until we got the movie Greece, which is still not terribly clean, but it was meant, it was, it started as a, I want to say a play in Chicago, where sure. it was, like, about 
actual teens in high school in Chicago in the 50s that weren't like the sunny side of the 50s, but it was like written in like the actual literal 50s. And it was about like how they were partying and doing drugs and like getting into like drag races and like oh, yeah. all, and like being in gangs and like all the things that are in Greece. But like, no, we're not like in the T-Birds, like we're a gang. And then it just kind of got like we're committing crimes, whitewashed, for lack of a better word, like not literally, but like I don't know, like family friendly. They put some like Don dish soap. Yeah, they're like let's just like add some more songs (laughs) and make it a little bit more family friendly. Be like, you know how kids like to join clubs, but like, what if it was like club? If the gang all has matching jackets, they can't be that bad. the tea parents. Nobody goes through the extra work of getting a jacket embroidered if they're going to be bad. Right? Like, only people who like care about only, fashion will do that. Yeah, only people crazy. with good intentions. That's <laughs> crazy. Anyway, so yeah, that was the other reason. I was like, I kind of like this like sweet, spicy, like, hey, no, remember that Greece maybe has some actual like dark undertones before you show it yeah. to your fucking toddlers. So it's called Rydell. Danny's house got rezoned when he was in eighth grade. They let him finish middle school with the same kids he'd gone to elementary school with, but he had to go to Rydell for high school. His mom makes him wear girl clothes for his first day. Danny didn't even put up a fight, which should have been her first sign that it wasn't going to fly. He stops at a gas station on his way to school and changes into boy clothes in the bathroom. That summer, he had cut his hair himself while his parents were out of town. It was oddly satisfying to chuck the ponytail into the garbage can. Now, Danny slicks it back like the boys on his old bus would have. It suits him better than the long hair ever did. And that was the first time in Danny's life that he ever felt like his appearance belonged to him. This reminds me of elementary school when kids were like trying to bring makeup and like, oh yeah, would like smuggle lipstick in their backpack. I did that once in like third grade, and like I'm sure it was just mush. <laughs> so you like, like me, bring and, like, like two shit best friends, just what? Like, you just like put on. like blue eyeshadow on. Oh yeah, and like with the tiny little applicator, so it's just like a streak of blue. And your teacher's just it? like, wow, wow, did you, you do ma- makeup today? <laughs> Yeah. No, did I'm you, going for the natural look. Danny, did you cut your own hair? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. How could you tell? I like it. <laughs> you did such a good job. Well, how old is Danny when we when we meet him in the movies? Like senior? I think he's a senior. Yeah, I think he's a junior or senior. Yes. I, I, I can't imagine you interact with a lot of ninth graders, but yeah, none of them know what's going on with their body or face or hair. So like a ninth grade boy coming in with a shit haircut, I'm like, yeah, it tracks. His parents didn't like it though. For a while, they tried to convince him to grow it out. And then they tried to hide all the clippers, scissors, and razors so he would have to. Danny didn't even think twice about giving himself a choppy, uneven haircut with a pair of kid scissors he found in his elementary school pencil pouch that his mom had missed. Do you remember this? The scissors are yes. so shit. They have the blunt end yeah, safety they're, scissors. They're for safety. They're not going to cut in hair. <laughs> He'd rather people see him as a boy with a bad haircut, an awkward boy, an ugly boy, than any kind of girl. His mother was mortified enough to take him to the barber. Thank God. <laughs> She's like, fine. I All right, I guess if you're going to have a shit haircut, I might as well give you a good haircut. God damn it. Freshman year at Rydell was when Danny met Kanicki. Kanicki was on his third attempt at ninth grade. Oh, no, Kanicki. That's why I looked like he was 47 years old in Greece. Are you allowed to fail a grade three times? You were in 1953 or whatever the fuck this is supposed to take place. That's so funny because like as a as a person who works in a high school, like you can't fail a grade in high school. You just fail a certain amount of classes and they're like, well, now you might have to take a fifth year. You don't have to retake ninth grade again. It's so aggressively not how it works anymore, but like it, it, in 55, yeah, sure. <laughs> They're like, you have to be in ninth grade English again? Right? It's like, oh, you failed ninth grade English and social studies and history, so like just uh, take the whole thing over again. Yeah, just start fresh. Just try again. 
<laughs> three times. <laughs> three times. That's bad. Knicky, uh, you guys have stuff going on. Where was the life? social worker to step in and it be like... It wasn't one. It was 1957. Be like, I don't maybe know he's year. dyslexic. Maybe we should have read in in his name, Knicky, and be like, do you know how to read Knicky? <laughs> Why isn't it just Nikki? No. Why is there so many K's in your name? I think was his last name. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. know. I'm going to say a different 1950s year every single time because I do not know what year this is. Good. 1957. Okay. Anyway, so yeah, Kaniki's like 16. Kaniki was on his third attempt at ninth grade, but it wasn't a badge of shame like you would have thought it would be. While the rest of them were 14 going on 15, Kaniki had been 16 for a couple of months. He mm. had what they all wanted a, a car. driver's license. <gasps> Not even a car. You could steal cars. That's true. You just need a license. Um, How does Kaniki? Why is he on his third attempt at ninth grade, but uh, passed driver's ed on the first try? Probably. Based on personal experience, motivation. Fair. <laughs> Motivated to pass driver's ed. That's fair. I'm going to take a stab and say maybe the driver's test was also a little bit easier. Maybe right. less rules. Maybe didn't have to take and uh, maybe driver's it's just, ed. Maybe it's just like a book smart and street smarts thing. Yeah. Kaniki just really understands cars and the you rules know, of the road. And we will see that. Kaniki taught Danny how to smoke and pick up girls and drive stick. Danny's dad wasn't around much, and he certainly wasn't the type to teach guy stuff to someone he considered his daughter. Kaniki was perfect to fill in. Old enough to know more and young enough to let Danny be the leader. Danny taught Kaniki how to do ninth grade algebra and they both failed gym. Why <laughs> <laughs> they're always ditching gym. Oh, you're right. I forgot. Danny in this bit kind of has a reason because he doesn't want to change. But uh, Kaniki, yeah, probably it's just like you want to ditch. And Danny was like, yes. Hell yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. They went to summer school together and after class they'd smoke and whistle at girls. Sophomore year was even better. Danny didn't have to take gym class anymore, and he'd finally figured out a schedule that let him use the bathroom when no one else was around. His periods were still hell, but that was a small part of how the T-Birds came to be. Danny was in the nurse's office, throwing up and ignoring the nurse's attempts to make him call his mother and go home. Uh, do you remember this character? It's either Dodie or Doody or Dotty. <laughs> I think it's like, I think it's Dodie? D-O-O-D-Y. It can't be Doody. It, it might be Doody. <laughs> like, howdy Doody? I hope it's not Duty. Duty? Is she the one who's like. No, it's a guy. It's a guy. It's one of the T birds. Oh, yeah. Then no. (laughs) No, you're thinking of Jan? Who is that? The one who was like pumping up her breasts. I think think maybe it was Frenchie. I I think it was Frenchie. I can't even like activate that muscle the way she was doing it. Yeah, where she was trying to flex her pecs to grow her boobs. (laughs) (laughs) It's like almost right. You're not wrong. But you're not right either. Yeah, I was like, yes and no. Maybe oh, no, because Jan's singing that song about the beaver. Brush up, brush up, brush up. No, these are all these are all the T-Birds. There are no girls in here yet. <laughs> I think Duty is, is kind of... Is Duty the short one? <laughs> Probably. It sounds like Duty. Uh, I don't remember. I think Sunny was the more... Well, actually, I don't Maybe remember. Maybe Sunny's the short one? I don't remember any of the T-Birds. I, don't, I only know Kaniki. <laughs> I barely know Kaniki. I just uh, know he looked like Kaniki Kevin Bacon. Kaniki was the one that was dating with Rizzo, or was dating yeah. Rizzo, right? Yeah. Okay, so yeah. that's Kaniki, and then I think Duty or Dodie was the brunette one who had kind of the bigger eyes. I remember him being in um, Summer Nights where he goes, "Did she put up a fight?" He's that guy. Ah. I think that's Duty. Yeah, <laughs> which that real Duty move, <laughs> real, real Duty move. <laughs> Anyway, Danny's in the office throwing up. Duty and Sonny are hungover and trying to get aspirin. So they might also be thrown up. What's the matter with you? Sonny asked while the nurse went to get a cup of water for Danny. Danny had seen them both around school before. They were great above him and Kaniki, though, so they'd never had any classes together. I saw your fugly face and... 
Danny paused mid-insult and scrambled for the garbage can. He'd been too nauseous to eat all day, and all that came up was bile. Sonny and Duty winced in sympathy. She's like, poor Danny. Be tough guy. I'm going to insult you and throw up. This is what I think of your face. <laughs> yeah, truly good move on your part, man. Lean in. <laughs> that's, a, that's some wit. I saw your fuckly face and <laughs> literally throws up. Kanicki found Putsy a few weeks later. I could not give a single fuck who Putsy is. I have no I didn't realize there were five of them. I remember there's a group of I them. remember there's a chorus of them. There's a chorus, but none of them stick out to me. Kanicki found Putsy a few weeks later. He was a sophomore too, so they had a couple classes together. They had to drift into Sunny and Duty at the Frosty Palace. I think that I think that's this diner soda parlor. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They had to drift into Sunny and Duty at the Frosty Palace or behind the gym smoking instead of going to class. They skipped together sometimes and carpooled to detention when they got caught. It quickly became clear that they all liked cars, so they signed up to take shop class together. The T-Bird jackets were made that winter. So yes, you have to you have to find somebody to make your club jackets, which at least is a little wholesome. It is wholesome. And more wholesome, gang. Danny, Kanicki, and Putsy all passed their sophomore year. Aww. Sunny, yeah. <laughs> Sunny and uh, Dodie were juniors again. No. So now they were all in the same grade. <laughs> they didn't skip a lot. <laughs> Junior year's kind of hard. Maybe yeah, it's kind bad. of important to go to those classes. That's the ones that they care Why about. Why did the guidance counselor be like, guys, you gotta hey, stop. I knew, they knew that guys who made their own gang were probably not going to college. Probably yeah. not going to pass uh, high school. Okay, wait. So Danny, <laughs> so how old? So Danny can, is the age he's supposed to be because he's passed all his grades. Yeah. Kaneki is at this point like... 17. 17. And Duty and Sunny are a year older than they're supposed to be. So Danny... only failed one grade as far as I know. Yeah, so Danny's 15. Yeah. Kaneki's 17. Well, so, uh, junior. Wait, they're juniors now. So they're probably, oh. Most of them are 16, which is why the cars come into play. Okay, so I Danny's think- 16. The yeah. other Sonny and... Kanicki's fucking 25. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, Kanicki... Kanicki is 18. <laughs> Sonny and Dodie are 17 going on 18. Good Nikki. Good Nikki. Yeah, past classes, man. <laughs> Danny's been a good influence. He hasn't failed 10th grade at yes, all. That's true. Not even once. Not even once. <laughs> that's such an improvement from ninth grade. His teachers were like, you know, we're not going to wade I in here. really can't have you in here a fourth year, man. You got to fucking go. You're like in like civics class and you're like, the only one who can vote here is me, the teacher, and Kaneki. And Kaneki, who's 37. <laughs> Sunny and Duty didn't seem to be bothered by failing. And Sunny said cheerfully that they could all graduate together now. Aww. What a bright side of life. Sunny really is silver lining is. One weekend, Kaneki got in a fist fight with one of the scorpions. That's the rival gang. Scorpions. And what did I call them? Like the I don't remember. Snakes. This, I was so close. Scorpions and their rivalry was cemented. Putsy and Danny were the only two T-birds who didn't have their licenses yet, but none of them owned a car. They all got along well with the shop teacher, and Kaneki, Sonny, and Duty, and Putsy attended. Attendance gradually improved. Danny did his best, too, but once a month, he could only be found in the nurse's office or at home. The nurse had started to notice that he was in her office throwing up for a week every month when Danny was a sophomore, so he did his best not to go to her anymore. He took over-the-counter painkillers like clockwork and kept chewing gum so his breath wouldn't smell like puke. On the worst days, he wouldn't come to school at all. One day, Kaneki found him sitting behind the gym, hunkered over, shaking, and smoking. Danny had been sitting there for the better part of two hours, but he saw stars every time he tried to stand up. When Danny refused to come to shop, the only class he actually liked, Kaneki brought Mrs. Murdoch to him. 
She thought he had appendicitis, so Kaniki drove him to the emergency clinic down the road. Oh, Kaniki's such a good friend. Yeah, he's like, man, you're sick a lot. <laughs> you're sick a lot? You've been out of the bleachers for two hours? That's real bad. <laughs> Can't go to the doctor. That's, that's a lot. It took the better part of five months for Danny to get a diagnosis. The whole thing was humiliating. Male doctors sneering at him and his short hair and boys' clothes and uterus. They couldn't use his pronouns, and they treated Danny like a dumb kid for getting dehydrated and throwing up every month. Finally, he had a decent doctor who trusted that he wasn't just being a baby about his period. Endometriosis wasn't exactly what a 17-year-old boy wanted to hear, but now it was a challenge with a name for Danny to deal with. Oh, puppy. I know, like, you got real, that's a shit hand, dude. Gross. That's, I'm I do, so sorry. I do not have endometriosis, but, like, it sounds oh. awful. Yeah, it sounds absolutely terrible. Just passed out for, like, two days a month, at oh, least. <sighs> the rest of you guys going through that, I'm so sorry. Let this let this soothing podcast make you feel better. <laughs> we do what we can. We do what we can. All you all you uterus holders who got to deal with that, I am so sorry. I'm so sorry. It sucks. I hope doctors listen to you. He made it abundantly clear to every doctor he spoke to that he cared about being functional, not fertile. If he missed too much more school, he'd fail the grade and be the only one of his friends that wasn't graduating next year. He's the only one who hasn't failed, failed multiple grades. He's going to no, keep up his good boy streak. Poor Danny. It took another several months to figure out all of his dosages, but they finally got it worked out. Hormones, pain meds, heating pads, nausea meds, and a doctor's note to cover his frequent absences. Like, truly, yes, if you're throwing up or passed out, right? One, that yes, that's a lot of school, but also, like, you should not have to deal with that. that sucks. It, you're not going to learn even if you were attending, <sighs> so it's like you might God, as well... No. Be not distracting other people, and you should be With more comfortable. Sounds. Yeah. And you should be comfortable somewhere. Like, you can be comfortable. Yeah, if a guy's passed out in your English class, I'm not learning anything either. Right. <laughs> this guy can't get up. I don't know what's going on. I'm 14. I don't know what's happening. Danny didn't tell the guys anything more specific than that he had been sick, and it was handled now. They didn't pry, so Danny didn't have to, get a precise, have to give a precise reason. Rizzo was the only person who found out. They were making out at Danny's house while his dad was working and his mom was out of town. Rizzo must have gone through his stuff while Danny was in the bathroom, because he came back to find her holding a bottle of pills. Whose is this? She asked, not bothering to explain herself. Danny opened his mouth, but for once he couldn't think of anything to say. These are for girls, Danny. No, they're not, he denied. They're for boys? Just people with girl parts. Oh. Rizzo stared at him, disbelieving. Look at the label, Riz. D. Zuko. They're mine. Your mom's not D. Zuko? No sisters? Rizzo sounded almost hopeful, but Danny shook his head. My mom's name is Michelle, and I've only got brothers. Rizzo was frowning. Remember how I used to get sick and miss school all the time? Danny said, trying to keep his voice calm. I thought you were just ditching, Rizzo said quietly. I mean, also that. Uh, I also potato, potato. It's a fifty-fifty chance. Sometimes ditching, sometimes uh, sickening. <laughs> yeah, ditch or sick. Mm. Real toss up. Uh, Danny shook his head again. Nah. Well, sometimes I was ditching, but not most of the time. He said, "I've got endometriosis. The tissue that's supposed to be inside my uterus grows outside. It hurts a lot and makes me sick that time of the month." So you're a girl? Nah, nah. Danny said. I'm just, I, I'm Danny, Riz. I'm a T-bird. I'm a guy. I'm going home, Rizzo said, setting the pill on Danny's dresser and brushing past him on her way out of his room. Don't tell anyone, Danny called, following her. Please. 
Rizzo paused with her back to him. Fine, she said. And the door slammed. Someone going through your fucking meds? That's so sad. Like, get, no. get out of my medicine cabinet, dude. It's like, what are you after? What are you looking for? What? Stay out of my secrets. Why would you want to know that? You don't want to know my secrets. My medical secrets. Right. That's sad. Yeah. But I, I, like, my defense would I be like, there's plenty of meds that are like, they're like, original prescription what mm. like mm-hmm. viagra was a blood pressure medication yeah, yeah, yeah. and then they were like it also helps like, i don't know what endometriosis meds would be aside from like really strong right. painkillers there's a medication that i've taken in the past friends have taken in the past that is like it's original like thing is for like blood pressure but mm. it helps acne like yeah, because yeah, it yeah. like regulates like your like testosterone a, i unsurprisingly found out that um my like adderall also is used for people with narcolepsy Wild. Which is why I take it. And I'm like, wow, I'm so awake. This is so fun. I feel like I don't have to go back to sleep. I love this. I can like start my day. It's like, no, yeah, because it's also used for narcolepsy That's so that you don't just pass the fuck right. out. <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah. But yeah, so it's like on some level, like even- Meds are used for things. Yeah, even also like, you know, 59 or whatever. But yeah, like- <laughs> right. It's, it's like if I was a person who went through people's medicine cabinet, I feel like I would be like, yeah. this could be literally for every anything. Unless I knew like which meds were the ones that were like antipsychotics or something, which yeah. like in high school I would not have known. No. But um I'm not saying the writer the writer wanted to have this like a moment of no. someone think, knows. And, and I think it was yeah, it would be really hard to confirm. Yeah, it's it's emotionally heartbreaking and well, I I feel it. Maybe in like fifty five they wrote your diagnostic reason for having oh, it maybe. on the medication i wouldn't yeah. be surprised yeah. there was a very bad hippo right. in 1952 like yeah. <laughs> i don't remember when hippo happened it's I like a lot later than you that. think it's like in the 80s yeah. or something and you're like wait a second yeah they just wrote down uh d zuko uh has a uterus and endometriosis on the whole fucking pill bottle <laughs> like what i be surprised no no <laughs> Not at all. Nah, not at all. Medical privacy, who knows that about? Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, ooh, okay, this is where it gets interesting. That summer, Danny's parents split up. Hmm. Right, right? In 55, who knows? They sent him to stay with his aunt at the beach while they squared off the details. Danny liked the beach all right, but his aunt worked a lot of hours, and he didn't have any friends there. He couldn't really make any, because most people stayed for a week and then went home. <gasps> summer love. Yeah, there we are. In the end, he decided that was probably for the best. It wasn't easy to pass while swimming, although he finally figured out something workable. Three weeks later, he met Sandy. Or more accurately, he met Alexander. Alexander had long hair and fine features, but was still wearing swim trunks. They went swimming. They went swimming. Sandy. Yeah, you're picking up what's being put down. They went swimming and drank lemonade and made sappy eyes at each other for a few days before Alexander looked over at Danny nervously and started talking. Danny, should I try to do an Australian accent or no? <laughs> Danny. No, wait, what? Danny. Denny. So oh, no. Oh, no. Denny. That actually wasn't bad. Denny. It's a little, maybe a hair crazy. I like you a lot. You're a really great guy. And I don't want to start liking you any more than I do now without telling you something. What's that? Danny asked. I, I prefer Sandy. All right, Danny said. Sandy didn't seem to realize that he was fine with it. It's not a big deal or weird anything, she said. I'm a girl. But people haven't always realized that. I just told my parents a couple months ago. 
I didn't even want to come to the beach, but they needed me to stay with my cousins while they finalized the move. Hold for fireworks. Oh, Their no. love is bursting. <laughs> I didn't even want to come to the beach, but they needed me to stay while my co- with my cousins while they finalized the move. Sandy, it's all good, Danny said. If we're being completely honest here, Danny hasn't always been short for Daniel. It took a second of recognition to dawn on her features. It easily explained a few little quirks about Danny. His lack of facial hair, the way he spoke, how he always wore a shirt at the beach. Oh, Danny, Sandy said, and she flung her arms around him, which is Is in in the the movie. movie. (laughs) Oh, Danny. (laughs) That's really bad. I can't do this. It's okay. Uh, It's very unique. If I tried, maybe I didn't practice. The rest of the summer was great. They spent a lot of time on the beach, but they would also go walk the pier and get ice cream or lemonade. Danny made a joke once that they were probably the oddest looking couple anybody there had ever seen. That's just because it's a punk and a prep together. (laughs) That's all. Who's the punk, Danny? He's wearing his cheaper jacket this whole time. Yeah. And Sandy's like full like girling it up like. Oh, yes. I dressed, I dressed for the day, if you couldn't tell. I really tried to find a dress that was like, could be Rocky Horror or Grease. And then I put my bow in my hair Man. <laughs> to be like, we're doing Grease. Man. Man, I should have found my other leather jacket. <laughs> Your less loud leather my jacket. My less loud leather. There's no guarantee. I could have brought you some aviators. I know Leaf has some somewhere in the house. I'm sorry. I didn't know you were going to do Top Gun. You surprised me. <laughs> this, with the ingredients you gave me, it really could have gone either way. Really could have gone anyway. <laughs> Anyway, uh, Danny made a joke that they were probably the oddest looking couple anybody there had ever seen. And Sandy snorted strawberry milkshake while laughing. She hadn't been out as long as Danny had. So he tried to help her figure out how to be more confident about passing. When did you tell your parents? Sandy asked while they were walking on the beach one night. She didn't have to say what she meant. Danny shrugged. There wasn't really an exact moment, he said. When I was a little kid, I always tried to tell people that I was a boy. That got stamped out of me by the time I went to school. I cut my hair off in middle school, and I dug my brother's old clothes out of the attic. My house got rezoned, so I started high school with people who had never met me before. I just introduced myself as Danny, and they called me he. And your mom and dad are okay with it? Sandy asked. Not really, Danny said. They tried to make me grow out my hair, so I cut it with kid scissors. My dad tried taking my clothes a couple times, but I would just wear whatever I had on until he could bring me something else. How did you explain that to him? He didn't really ask questions. Danny said shrugging. uh, He got shitty parents. Honestly, yeah. Like some people are just like, oh, my parents took all my clothes because I ditched class. Yeah. Parents in the 50s, bad. Knit, not good choices. No. Totally understandable to be like, I just don't have any clothes. I don't know. He didn't really ask questions. Danny said shrugging. They're divorcing now. That's why they sent me here. Nikki just thinks, mm, he knows things at home aren't so good. The summer ended, the school year started. Danny lettered in track, beat the Scorpions, and graduated. Kaniki and Sonny and Tom, that Sandy used to date, all got drafted within a year of graduating high school. Lots of boys from Idell did, so you comment about the military. Correct. Nailed it. Some of them came back, some of them didn't. Kaniki was one of the lucky ones, and Danny was the one to pick him up from the airport. Where's Sandy? Kanicki asked as he drove. He and Danny had exchanged letters from the year he was gone, but it wasn't the same as talking in person. We broke up a couple months ago, Danny said. I'm sad. No way, Kanicki said, leaning forward. Danny glanced over at him. 
A year in Vietnam, and Kaneki was the still same wide-eyed guy he'd met in ninth grade gym class. I thought you guys were forever, man. Nah, that was just high school stuff, I guess. Oh. Do you want to stop at Frosty Palace? Do you even have to ask? Kaneki responded, and Denny laughed. It only took a few minutes for them to get there. Kaneki was a little bothered by how many people he didn't recognize, but plenty of people stopped by their booth to welcome him home. What about you and Rizzo? Danny asked. How'd that work out? Kaneki shook his head. High school stuff, he said. Barring Danny's I'm words, devastated. She's down south now. About four months pregnant for real this time. These fries aren't as good as I remember. It's just the same to me, Danny said. Maybe you got a bad batch. Yeah, maybe, Kaneki said. You want to go drive around? Danny nodded, and they paid quickly before making their way out to the car. They drove around for a couple hours, catching up and killing time. Danny was in college, which Kaneki laughed himself silly about. You always were the smart one, he said. You know, you passed every grade. (laughs) (laughs) It only took you one try. Man, it only took you one try to pass ninth grade. You are a fucking genius. (laughs) You're the smart one. You're the smart one. You're the smartest T-bird we got. (laughs) You passed every grade. T stands for intellectual. Intellectual bird boy. <laughs> Look at that intellectual bird. <laughs> uh, okay, you always were the smart one, he said. The only class you ever failed was gym. And that was just because you couldn't change in front of other people. Danny started him for a second too long. Barely <gasps> managing to stop at a red light in time. Hey, man. You ain't got nothing to explain to me, Kaneki said. Kaneki! I know. You know? Danny repeated. You knew all this time? Kaneki's such a good friend. Well, not always, Kaneki shrugged. I sort of picked up when you were sick. And then Rizzo got drunk and told me. (laughs) (laughs) Bitch. (laughs) I was like, like, Kaneki. He's so perceptive. Three times in ninth grade, but one time to the heart. (laughs) One time he figured, he noticed you were sick once a month, every month. Yeah, he knows what's up. And Rizzo. <laughs> and then Rizzo just told him. Uh, Danny shook his head and sighed. He almost forgot about it sometimes, except when it came to relationships. When he'd been going out with Rizzo, she thought it was weird that he never wanted to do anything more than make out and grab her boobs. That was part of what was so perfect about Sandy. There never had to be any pretending or hiding with her. Of course, she ended up being a prude, which was fine, but not ideal for what Danny wanted. Hey, man. Don't get down about it, Kaneki said. I've always thought you were one hot dude, if you liked guys. Kaneki whistled. Danny raised an eyebrow. Uh. I do like guys, he said. (sighs) Kaneki smiled his same old shit-eating grin. Remember when we were freshmen and I taught you how to kiss the week before you had a date with Beth, right? He brought up. Yeah, Danny groaned. She was not nearly as good at it as you had led me on to believe. Her chest might have been flatter than yours, too. (laughs) I see groped (laughs) Kaneki. Part of the practice. You gotta practice. Where do I put my hands? Put Nikki, them on my, k- put them on my flat chest. Nikki coached him through and was like, yeah, so now here's up. where you... This is when you can grab a tit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just reach in there and grab a handful. Well, Zuko, Kaneki said, I reckon I learned a thing or two in the army that I've still got to teach you. Your place or mine. <gasps> the end. Kaneki. I know. Weirdly sweet, right? Weirdly sweet. And also spicy. <laughs> Just for a second, though. Just for a little, little tiny practice kissing at the end, which is my favorite thing. Yeah, I was like, I'm like, what a, what a hilarious. Uh, I know, what a silly. I was like, 
Just, yeah, you're probably not going to stay together with your first boyfriend slash girlfriend that maybe the only thing you have in common with is that you're trans. Just That's guys fair. being dudes. And then you're probably going to make out with your friend. Just guys being dudes. Don't yeah, worry. Guys being dudes. I just coached you on how to kiss because I thought I could help you. Because you were really nervous about it. And, and then I, I taught you how to feel a boob on my own man boob. And I'm a good friend. And I am a good friend. So I helped. Good Nikki. I was a good kisser so that you would be like, hmm, Nikki's a good kisser. He's like, well, really, no one's ever kissed like Nikki. Nikki is a better kisser than Beth. Weird. Weird. Mm. Maybe mm. I should keep that in the old noggin. File that guy away. <laughs> For four years. Wow. Yeah. What a fun twist at the end. I know. It was a cute little twist. Like, because it was sad. Because yeah, I was getting everyone's nervous. breaking up. Yeah, you I got think? nervous when yeah. everyone was breaking oh, up. That's I was fair. like, I'm that's sad. Fair. I, could, I could see Danny and Sandy just continuing on into into car heaven or wherever the fuck they went at the end of the movie. <laughs> Did they die? No one does. <laughs> Don't they, like, drive off into a rainbow or something? They drive off into the sky. <laughs> they drive off into, into heaven in a car. <laughs> It's very weird. Maybe the grease lightning is the friends we made along the way. Grease lightning is a death trap. Are they perhaps in purgatory? Is this like Riverdale? (laughs) Is that what? (laughs) Rydell, Riverdale. We've cracked a cut. It was called Rydell in the 50s and now it's Riverdale because some shit happened. Yes. And that was Grease. <laughs> that's, the, that's the most interesting thing I found in the Grease parameters. I would have, again, couldn't have anticipated the road mm-hmm. we have traversed today. Yeah. Um, I really thought it was going to be Rocky, r- Rocker, Rocky Ro- yes. horror show. I also would have assumed, especially with the, with the transness. Yeah. W- would have made way more sense. But here we are. Here yeah. we be. I thought it was very well done. Mm-hmm. And it also kind of like explains like, maybe not explains, but just as like an interesting take on their bonding and their like mm. very, uh, I guess like in the 50s, it, there was like a very performative masculinity, masculinity where you're like, you know, combing your hair well, what was that? Like, like, I kinda, popping I, your I kind of reflected on this while I was reading this where like I, like now and as a kid, I was very into like vintage stuff. Yeah. And I think what the reason was is that it was way more specific. It was yeah. like, oh, like, the way to look nice is to do this thing or wear this style of clothes. And so for like a trans kid, it's like, oh, to be a boy, to be a ki- the kind of boy I want to be, I wear a leather jacket and do this shit to my hair. It's like, now you're a man. <laughs> you're like, all you need, all you need to be a man is a duck's ass ABC, pompadour. ABC, one, two, three. I'm on it. <laughs> be like, I got this. I cut the back of my hair. I floofed the front of my hair. I know about cars. And I know about cars. I'm a man. We got it. Yeah. Simple is not the right word, but like for, I don't know, like a 3,000 word fic. Yeah. Okay. I could see why these things all marinated so nicely. Uh, I I don't know what it was like to be a trans man in the 50s, uh, but But this felt felt good. Yeah, this felt good. Based on what I do know. Right. And I, I liked that Sandy was also a... Um, a trans woman mm-hmm. that just to like add to yeah. like it kind of makes sense why like why they would have got together in the first place because yeah. that's always been a weird thing no with Greece. and it like it, it really explains like why they were drawn to each other yeah like because it's never really explained in Greece how uh, a prep and this gangsta yeah. boy are just like... It kind of implies like, that, like, Danny was a totally different person away from his friends. Well, no, like, it wasn't explained if, like, Sandy 
was different than how she was in front of the girls. Cause yeah. like, and those weren't her friends. So she could have also been totally different and then like, been yeah, different again when she was like, oh, well, now these, now this is what I got to do. Yeah. Cause then at the end of Greece, when she puts on like the cat suit. Yeah. That it's like, yeah, now she's different again. Yeah. Yeah. So it was like, oh, okay. This like kind of weird mystery of Greece. And also, if Sandy is this like trans woman who's like coming into like what kind of woman girl, she's 17, 18. So like, I don't Young Ol- woman. Olivia Newton-John's like 27. So like, I don't know. It's like, yeah, you would try out a bunch of identities if you were yeah. like, I'm, I'm going to do the same thing and be like, new school, new me. I guess I'll try being a cheerleader. Yeah. Wow. That did not work out. Maybe I'll be a sexy cat woman. And Try then, it on. And then after that, you're like, just kidding. I'm very regular. <laughs> I'm not a weird persona. It like does make it make sense. I kind of yeah. like that a lot. Yeah. <laughs> so good. So sweet. So cute. Every comment on this was like, my soul. <laughs> Me. <laughs> I'm so glad you did this. Ah, so good stuff. And so next week, Claire, what's what's the, the duality of movies that we've chosen for next week? Do you remember? Yes. Great. Um, I don't. <laughs> I, I Apologies. I did actually have to look it up. <laughs> I, okay. I kind of figured. So next week, we will be exploring two sides of the Anne Hathaway coin. Oh. Who I, who I think she goes by Annie now. What? Um, yeah. She gave like an interview semi-recently and she's like, everyone in my life calls me Annie. I want to be called Annie. And I was like, and she's like, I thought I need to go by Anne to be like taken Serious. seriously. But now you're 40 and do whatever the fuck you want. Yeah. That's adorable. But, I love that for her. Yeah. Anyway. The two films, Mm -hmm. The Devil Wears Prada. Of course. And The Princess Diaries. Oh, so good. Mm, That's going to be tough. (laughs) Oh, I think it's going to be very tough. What a fun journey. All right. So (laughs) we'll see. So uh, like we've kind of alluded to, we have a Patreon where twice a month you can see our video episodes, one uh, that Claire hosts, one that I host each month of our regular feed episodes on patreon.com slash podcast as a a fun little treat. If you would like to get in contact with us uh, outside of our Patreon, you can reach us at podcast at gmail on Tumblr, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and FindPairingsPod on Twitter. And if you like our podcast, you can like slash subscribe and review on Apple Podcasts and on Spotify. And as a reward, it is very early in the season, but we are always planning ahead. At the end of our season, we do a final episode collection of fix that we write ourselves based on prompts from people who give us five-star reviews on uh, those platforms. So get those reviews in and let us know what you would like us to try to write a fic about. It doesn't have to be about movies. It can be. It could be about anything. There's no rules. No rules. There's no rules. There's one rule. There's one rule. You have to leave a five-star review. <laughs> that, that is literally the that one rule. That is literally one rule. And it can't be porn. <laughs> yeah. All right. I'm excited for Annie Hathaway. Exciting. We will see you next week. Goodbye. Bye.